0: And welcome back to another scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LaBouffe, and our co-host.
1: Mmm, Stephanie LaBouffe.
0: Mmm, we've got some scary stuff for you. Stephanie even done some of her own research and (laughs) got her own Mm, stories today.
1: Like last time.
0: Well, hope everybody's having a good week at work. Hope uh, everybody's having a scary time listening to this. And I just want to say thank you once again to everybody listening. Hope you've been checking out the YouTube channel and all that crazy stuff. Uh, Yeah, other than that, hey.
1: Let's get it started.
0: Okay, (laughs) we'll get it started in here. Okay, so... Stephanie would go first with her story.
1: This is called... I got it off of Well, the show that we watched. It's called Dive or Demonic, right?
0: Yeah, Demonic.
1: No, right that one.
0: Oh, Devon. Yeah, Devon. Or Divine.
1: Divine. Divine or Demonic. A human object was floating in the sky... Above Barbank, California, Uh, Pablo... It's Burbank. Oh, it's Burbank. Burbank. Sorry. (laughs) But anyway, uh, Pablo thought it was the second coming of Jesus Christ. He lives by an airport, so nobody could fly drones or anything like that uh pablo was he was outside of his house uh in california and it's
0: pretty it's pretty creepy video
1: he saw like this human man like thing just floating there like straight like
0: it was hovering around yeah
1: (coughs) it's like he was,
0: it's like some, it's like you'd see in some wizard movie or something. He was just like, just sitting there levitating, just, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Did I sidetrack you?
1: (laughs) No. One moment, he tells his mom in Spanish, uh, he thinks it's a man floating. The man was like eight, eight to ten foot object that was just like hovering over, this is what he said, just like uh, hovering over the sky like a person was coming out of the the sky. (laughs) UFOs have been a hot topic lately, but this is something a little little bit different than a UFO sighting. Okay. Like floating purse exciting.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was It was weird, though. I would have de- definitely uh, pooped in my breeches. <laughs> okay, let's take five minutes, and we're going to do a commercial and come de- right de- back.
1: De- de- de-
0: well, how's everybody doing today? It's good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash. The most popular podcast in the world today it's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a spine baby well if you're wondering what the hell is borderline texas trash about and who is it some bitch uncle boo well uncle boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today baby we're gonna get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens i'm coming in on white light lightning baby on a silver saddle to bring you the best of borderline texas trash baby I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day, talk about uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that, and we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts, do a little joking around, and my niece joins the show sometimes. We do a little segment called ash handy's garage on friday nights baby that's our live show we do sometimes and then i got the uncle that i talked to down in uh boothville louisiana and he calls sometimes we have a little show called uncle dicky's kona so you guys come check out texas borderline borderline texas trash baby i know you will love it we are on every platform you can think of spotify stitcher Pandora, iHeart, uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on Podbean, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account, and we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man, and come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dickie, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, babies. Because we, we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've whined and dined with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, <coughs> come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue. So I'll see you later. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I'm still doing like haunted roads and stuff. So, this first story I'm doing is called... Let me turn that volume down a little. The first story I'm doing is called Blood Point Road, Highway from Hell. And this road is... uh. I don't know if it's in, I guess it, yeah, okay, it's in Illinois. <coughs> Oops, sorry. Okay, Illinois has a long history of haunted buildings, towns, and campsites. But some are surprised to learn of the haunted roads snaking through the state. One of the most notorious of these of this is Blood Point Road of Cherry Valley. Oh, of Cherry Valley 2. This road, this, this road, long avoided by more skittish locals, has gained for its uh, terrifying reputation. And some have said Blood Point Road is the most terrifying road anyone could find themselves on or in the uh, middle of the night.
1: Oh, God.
0: So basically, you don't want to be there. This road was the scene of the most terrifying moment of Mike Rutland's life, of Mike Rutland's life. Mike Rutland, Rutland, a shop teacher at Jefferson High School nearby, soon became a member of the Forest City Paranormal Society. After his heroic experience, I hate to make it sound like a horror movie, Rutland uh, said, Clearly shaken by his experience. Oh, oh my God, Stephanie! <laughs>
1: sorry. sorry, guys. The people scared the crap. Her, <laughs> her
0: cat came up and swallowed at her feet and scared her.
1: No, my hand. Oh gosh.
0: There. Anyway, shaken by the experience, <laughs> as he was driving down the road with a friend of his, <laughs> he heard the uh, uh, sudden twist of metal. A uh, sudden twist of metal behind his pickup truck. Curious as to what it could be, he turned to look out the window but found a massive dog head obstructing his view. There was a huge dog head in the window growling and barking. We were uh, doing probably 40 miles an hour, Rutland said. This thing came out of nowhere, he said. That'd be creepy as hell. Turn around and see a dang uh, big-ass dog head just barking at you. Uh, Where was I? As Rutland accelerated, the creature uh, terrifyingly kept up with their vehicle. It had a large head and red eyes, Rutland said. It was growling and barking. Terrified, the two eventually lost the creature as if it vanished as suddenly as it appeared. Needless to say, this story has given many uh, many pause when considering <laughs> Blood Point Road as a route to take. Still, according to some, another story surrounding... Well, put your hand up here so we don't do that. I'm not going to go through the podcast with you laughing like that, the whole thing. Still, according to some... Where was... Okay. Still, according to some... To some, another story surrounding the road has been called into question. A school or oh, a school bus is said to have crashed off the bridge on uh, Blood Point Road, <coughs> killing all the pa- uh, passengers, including several children. According to local uh, legends, cars that are stopped are put in or new- neutral while on the road will be pushed across and those those with dusty cars will notice little handprints as the uh, uh, platoon of uh, undead spiritual children had been doing the pushing. There's a similar story like this in San Antonio about railroad tracks. Basically, they're saying you get close to this point where it's supposed to be the, the Bus or crashed or ran off the road or whatever. If you put it in neutral or something, you're, it pushes you out of the way so you don't get hit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Of course, the legend is likely a copy of another legend since there are clearly several similar, uh, sim- similarities between these cities of several alleged bus, cra- bus crashes. Unfortunately, a search for a bus crash in this area reveals no such accident ever occurred over the over the bridge. Some say the name of the road, Blood Point Road, was named for the number of uh, massive accidents that happened there. While history tells another tale, in 1830, a name by, uh, name by the name of... That do not make any sense. In 1830, a name by the name of... Yeah, a name by the name of.
1: Let's put it this way. A person named by.
0: A person, a name of the, uh, anyways, oh, blood. Who settled there. That happened there. While history tells another tale in the 1830s, a name by the name of.
1: A person named blood. Anyways,
0: okay, settled the, anyways, settled, I got mixed up. A guy named Blood settled the area, and the uh, road was named uh, Thrustly after him. There are those, however, that say Arthur Blood. <laughs> Arthur Blood. Oh yeah, off of uh, that
1: game we played.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, Arthur Blood consorted with a witch who cru- who cursed or enchanted the road making it haunt making it a haunted hot spot like it is today not all the local residents report uh, report the uh, ghost however a 55 year old Robert Morris who had lived on Blood Point Road for 26 years 28. Ne- oh 28 <laughs> for 28 years never once reported any uh, paranormal activity. Morris lives with his uh, wife and remains unimpressed with the claims of paranormal happening around his house. He says these stories are likely due to the road's name and nothing more. Hmm. Yeah. Ain't that weird, though? I've noticed that with somebody like that really, really don't believe or is this like, nothing really ever happens, and I don't know why. That's just very, very weird. All right. Well, let's take a little break, and I will do my second story. Well, how you doing out there, man? You know, are you looking for a new sports show to listen to that talks about a little bit of football, a little bit of wrestling? I got one for you. I know what you're thinking, though. Hey. There's a million of sports fucking shows out there. There's a million of wrestling freaking podcasts. Why the hell should I listen to this guy's shit? Well, ask yourself this. Do you want quality or just something thrown together? You're going to get a little quality with me, man. I try to put shit into my shows, try to make it sound good. My language is a little, you know, out there sometimes like a sailor, but not too bad. F-bomb drops sometimes, but yeah, I love to talk about college football, NFL, and fantasy football, and, of course, wrestling. Now, what other sports show has that for you? Wrestling and football together. That's our main focus. We talk about everything in college, the transfer portal going on, the coaching carousel going on right now, uh, players leaving commitments, all sorts of stuff. In the NFL, we talk about it. Right now, it's playoff time, baby. People are, it's last week of the NFL. People are playing to get a birth. so come listen to my show. And I talk about WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor. Well, they're not doing nothing now. But uh, Impact, I try to keep up with everything. I don't do the best sometimes, but, you know, work with me. It's getting better. But I try to drop one a week. I might start doing it twice. I don't know yet, but I do drop one a week. You can catch it on Spotify, guys. But check it out. It's called When Sports Collide. I am your host of the show, Stephen Booth. I try to make this show the best, baby, because I'm the most recognizable voice in podcasting day, baby. It's the American podcast dream right here. Oh, Stephen Booth, baby. I'm becoming that child for, from a bolt of lightning with a silver saddle to bring you the best show in the world, baby, because we going to get funky like a monkey, baby. Ooh, yeah. Mm, freak out, freak out. Just come check the show out. It's one hell of a show. But like I said... Come check it out, guys! Show me some love. But if you want to check out some good football, some good wrestling, come check out when sports collide: football and wrestling. And I'm your host, Stephen Booth. Hope you come. Hope to see you at the next show. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little commercial break.
1: We all know they did.
0: Yeah, because that was what's really out there. I can't quit, Steph. Okay, the next story we got is Zombie Road. Oh no! One such ghost story that takes place in uh, this little uh, state of uh, Missouri occurs in wind, uh, Wildwood, a city just outside of St. Louis. They tell of. They tell us. Full of legends, death, and some uh, apparent evidence that one may not wish to uh, dwell too long at night on Zombie Road.
1: Oh no! They're gonna eat you.
0: Originally called Lawyer Ford Road, it was built in the 1860s. In the follower, in the in the uh, follows the uh, train tracks to the. Borough Mac River, put your hand up here <coughs> the uh the road The road has since been repaved and is now called Rocky Hollow Trail, where bikers and joggers can exercise, but many are still uh, wor- uh weary to be anywhere near this place <coughs> The trail sets on top of an old Native American uh, burial ground. That's just great. Why don't you move it? Yeah, Yeah. idiots, why don't you move it? That's your own fault for putting Mm -hmm. it on top of a burial ground, dummies. On burial grounds, and winds through two miles of dense woods. The trail was also used as a path for soldiers in the Civil War and was the site of... uh, railroad accident and uh, various mysteries of disappearing of disappearances oh no all of these ha- all of this has created the legends surrounding the trail today one of the most captivating legends are tales of a figure that appears around the railroad tracks the figure is uh, rumored to be the uh, soul of someone struck and killed by a train. In fact, there was someone who was actually struck and killed by a train in that spot. Oh, wow, that. Della, Mac- Della McCloth was a woman that lived in the area in the late 1800s and was killed by a train on Lower Ford Road in 1876. This is the only record from the area of a person being hit by a train at this time, so the uh, legend might be true. It is also possible that others feel prey to the trains, but but that we do not have the uh, documentation about.
1: Oh, like they feel it coming?
0: Yeah, or stuff like that, or anything. And many trains have derailed here, as the tracks surrounding the area area were sharp and often bent. Ooh. How do you bend railroad tracks? That's like iron. That's like steel. You mm-hmm. can't just bend that unless with like bare man, hands. Unless
1: you get it real hot. Right yeah. Now, unless you Godzilla. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the areas surrounding the trail also... Oh. The surrounding trail also used to be a small resort community that fell into disappear around the 1940s. Now abandoned homes line the trail, adding to the spooky factor. Some people have said that they have seen figures going in and out of the homes and and have even heard some yelling at them. Ooh, heard someone yelling at them. That's crazy. Oh. So apparently this place used to be like an old resort for the rich and they just kind of left it in disarray and left it abandoned and bam. In the late 1950s, the trail was a railroad tracks that had fallen into a great disappear and it became a popular spot for young couples to go hang out, if you know what I mean. (laughs) It was at this time a rumor that many had uh, disappeared without a trace at the hands of a crazed escaped killer nicknamed <clears throat> the zombie killer he became the zo- the zombie killer stories begin to form, mm. and the legendary name of the zombie road was born. There is no evidence at all that these uh, killings took place and there is no evidence that any escapee from a mental institution occurred either. Today, the trail is closed at night, and you can't even receive a, uh, receive a fine if you're caught there trespassing at night. So, don't be going spooky ghost hunting at night there, because you're going to get in trouble.
1: They're going to whip you with a boat.
0: Uh, where was I? Okay, perhaps the creepiest feature of Zombie Road is that individuals still report seeing multiple shadow figures and hearing unexplained footsteps in the forest and on the trail, feeling like they are being watched. The fact that these things are happening today in daylight might lead some, uh, credibility to the uh, theory that the area is haunted. Well, if it's on mm. a uh, burial ground,
1: well, it's, totally not <clears> it's like, well,
0: duh, stupid. I mean, that's what I don't understand. People build stuff and what if they-, that's on, they build it on, to, on top of like haunted Indian ground. They build this shit and then they, when it gets haunted, they're like, but but I don't understand. Well, you shouldn't have built it on top of a cemetery, jackass. <laughs> Jesus. I'm telling you, if I ever bought a land and built a house, I'd say I want it looked at, X-rayed, make sure there's no cemetery here.
1: And if there is, this would be our investigating sport.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the story.
1: How do I want to know the history. Well, there is
0: mostly a uh, critic there there's no critical evidence that there are that the area on and around the trail is haunted the large amount of historical significant significations in tragedies and abandoned surrounding the abandoned abandonment surrounding the area all have uh all have leads to a perfect concoction for a potential haunting site the real the real factual evidence such as that of dele macio provides a uh, detail that makes one wonder whether a, whether every account is true the wooded area is often chilly and dark even during the day and as it, and as you think about all the uh, all that has happened here over the years you might begin to feel a small chill run up run up your uh, spine. The trill is used frequently during the day, and would you stop? And many who uh, do not believe in the uh, paranormal appear to not think too much for these spooky legends here. It might just be that when your uh, headphones are in and you're uh, running along the road. Something might just be
1: watching you. I always be like
0: somebody's watching Steve. Steve,
1: and you get no privacy.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh,
1: all
0: uh, right. Uh. I'll do one more, and then I'll let you do one.
1: Not even now.
0: All right, ladies and gents.
1: i noticed. That. Let's break
0: for a little commercial break. Well, I know what you're thinking. Another freaking wrestling podcast. How many can you have? <laughs> but the one thing that makes ours different is what, Jackson?
1: Wrestling 101 with Jackson.
0: That's what makes it different right there because this is a kids wrestling podcast.
1: It's not an adult.
0: Adults can listen to it, but we're, we encourage the kids to jump on board and yep. listen to it more that's what the show is about. Just yep. me and my son. I'm Stephen Booth, the co-host. He is
1: the host, Jackson Booth.
0: And all we do is just uh, talk,
1: about wrestling. talk
0: about wrestling. Go over some of the guys like Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Macho Man. older guys, Macho Man. And then we go over territories. Yep. You know, some belts. Yes, and some of the belts and the champions that came through. And we're just trying to open up the doors to kids to let them know that there was more out there than the wwe yep and there's old school wrestling to look at so that's mine and my son's mission right jackson yep is to turn more people on the wrestling and get them numbers up like they were in the
1: 90s yeah because they were popping
0: yes yeah, so if you guys are interested out there about a, a kid show listening or talking about wrestling you can count on us we will hook you up so because if you're a people if you're a parent and you watch them, but your kids don't yet and you want a way to chime them in, turn them on to our show, man. We try to keep the shows 30 minutes to maybe 40 because <clears throat> I know it's hard for kids to sit still and listen for 30 minutes. I mean, my son, that's what we have to do, 30 minutes, because after 30 minutes, he starts getting restless over here. So if you're looking for a good show with some kid input, In a kid's view, and an adult view of uh, wrestling, that's what makes it different. This show right here is because it's hosted by a kid, not by an adult. And we're not big-time wrestling experts. We've never wrestled. We just love wrestling, and we love talking about it, and we want to make our community bigger. So if you're interested, a kid's point of view of wrestling, all that, then come listen to what, Jackson?
1: Wrestling 101 with Jackson, and we have seen wrestlers up close
0: Well yes, we go to live events and stuff and all that. And we do interviews too, so yep. who knows? We might meet up with each other. But if you want to listen to some good wrestling stuff and some decent opinions and the facts, then listen to wrestling one on one with Jackson. I'm the host. He is the co-host.
1: Jackson Booth.
0: So check us out. We are on Spotify. We're pretty much uh, on any platform out there. And we're gonna start a YouTube channel this year, so we got a lot of big things going up for us. Yep so you guys just listen and check us out all right we'll see you
1: later welcome back everybody
0: hope you like that groovy commercial
1: yeah baby yeah
0: okay our next story is going to be of the shades road or shat, or yeah, Shades of Death Road in New Jersey.
1: Well that's not scary at all.
0: No. I, in fact I wanna live there. It sounds so peaceful. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Just think Stephanie we're moving what's the road? Shades of Death Road.
1: Um I'm I, I'm good. Your
0: friend wants to spend the night well what's your address? Four oh five Shades of Death Road. Uh I, I can't I can't come.
1: I'm dizzy sorry.
0: Okay, but this road, this stretch of road, is in New Jersey. <clears throat> okay, shades of shades of death road. Shades of death road is a two-lane, isolated stretch of uh, roadway running seven miles through uh, Warren County in New Jersey, uh, meandering through Liberty and Independence Township. The, the uh, roads runs adjacent to Jenny Jump State Forest and is rich of folklore tell and tales trying to explain that the, roadway, the roadway's unusual name. Some urge that the road's name comes from a series of murders which occurred along the road in the early 1920s and 30s. While other stories say the roadway was the site where highway bandits were uh, were uh, were they would hang out
1: oh. and
0: rob you back in the day when it was just horse and buggy days.
1: Hey, <coughs> give me your kitty cat.
0: Okay, where was I at? Okay, still other tells a sort the roadways earned the name from the. Shady trees, which can which can be found along most of the uh, roadway. The twists and turns of the roadway, parks uh, and peaks of wildcats said to uh, linger in the nearby forest. Oh, that's why. And millering-carrying insects all over said to have killed many in the uh, mid-1800s. And these stories uh, round, round out the tales explaining how how shadows De- shadows of death road earned the uh na- earned the nickname today to however it is the ghost stories of the of the road which captivated the immigra- immigration and are shared by people in the surrounding communities okay the ghost of shadows. The Ghost of Shadows of Death Road. God dang, that's a tongue twister. The Ghost of Shadows of Death Road. The Ghost of Shadows of Death Road.
1: I can see you in a cold hole.
0: (laughs) I'm going to keep saying that to myself. Anyways. Mm, Excuse me. Okay, many of the ghost stories connected to the Shadows of Death Road are uh, considered on ghost lake or centered around ghost lake a man-made lake created when a nearby creek was dammed up by two men building a house in the area today the tales the tales a sort that people have reportedly seen ghosts near or on the on ghost lake the legend the legend the alleged victims of murder of the of a murder or a disease. Another ghost story claims that a young boy haunts the roadway near the bridge where it runs over the road. According mm, to nice. the story, if a driver stops at the bridge after midnight and turns on their high beams and hooks their... and honks their horn three times, they will see the ghost of not one, but... Yes, you will see not one, but two young children appear before them. Another uh, ghost story is connected to a Native American spirit guide who is said to take the shape of a deer and appearing along the roadway late at night. If the driver fails to slow... Oh, if the driver uh, fails to slow... uh tries to avoid tries not to avoid the deer or hitting them the deer then the okay let me read this again okay if the driver fails to slow down to avoid hitting the deer, then the driver will soon find himself in a serious accident with Hitting the deer, then the driver will soon find themselves oh god, find themselves in a serious accident with a real life, uh, treacherous, uh, with a real life treacherous deer. So, if you don't try to move and miss its deer, you're eventually gonna hit one and die. That's crazy. <laughs> That one was a tongue twister. Sorry if I fucked that one up, guys. Finally, while not ne- not necessarily a ghost story, another tale connected to Shadows of Death Road is the apparent the appearance of the mysterious polaroids.
1: Polaroid.
0: Oh, polaroids. In the uh, 1990s, the local and national read Weird New Jersey magazine received an article from a reader who claimed that they found hundreds of Polaroids scattered in the woods along the roadway. The photograph, the photographers showed what appeared to be the uh, blurred image of a woman in distress. The identification of the woman in her situation or her fate was never uh, solved. Ain't that oh. weird?
1: And these are like the old big, yeah, the, the Polaroids. Old, the they old just found big like yeah, nineties. Yeah, they're not the That's new crazy. ones. That's crazy. They're not the little ones.
0: It's scary, man. Yeah, Max, I was trying to tell you something. Well, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right. You ever look up at the sky at night and look at the stars and wonder, are we the only ones really out here?
1: Have you ever wondered how much our government hides from us?
0: Have you ever wondered? Why so many mysteries go unsolved? What really happens? What's the clues? What's the evidence?
1: Ever wonder if Bigfoot or Mothman is real?
0: Then if so, Come listen to this podcast called
1: What's Really, really, out, really, really there. out There. And I am your host, Stephanie Booth. And, and I am my your father.
0: co-host, Stephen Booth Hafaja. And if you're into UFOs,
1: unsolved urban le- murders, unsolved mysteries. murders,
0: mysteries, uh, unexplained stuff that happened, urban legends, we're into all of that. Conspiracy stuff, too. We go dive into that. So if you're looking for a new podcast that tells that kind of stuff, then you are uh, need to listen to What's, What's really, really Out there? there. And we are on Spotify and iHeart and Pandora, I think. But we are pretty much on every platform. Mm-hmm. We have a YouTube channel twos, or channel, so go check that out. It's called What's Really Out There. So come check us out. Once again, I'm your co-host Stephen Booth,
1: and I'm your host Stephanie Booth, and this is what's, what's really, really out
0: there? there. We'll see you at the next episode, guys.
1: My nice time for a story.
0: Well, it's is, Stephanie's time. <laughs> this is the
1: <laughs> Colombian curse. Latin. This is the curse. Most some of y'all may know this. Um. Le, Le I think that's how you pronounce it. I think so. I think that's how you say it. There's a town in Piedras, Colombia. The fall of 2017, a de, the, in the dead of night, the people of the town, the people and the law were... Drawn to the
0: const- constable,
1: construs. Oh, the, construction. the to a, construction. There was a side. car to a
0: construction site.
1: Yeah. What sounded like a woman wailing, screaming, and crying. And
0: it's a creepy video because you can yeah. hear her just ah! go
1: get ah. out. And then the <coughs> saying "go get out" repeatedly, repeat, repeat, repeatedly. Yeah, repeatedly. I can't say it. Law searched the area. The locals, locals that could. Locals that could. The locals thought it was La Le Llorona, the weeping woman. Uh. Alexander, I'm just going to say his first name.
0: Alexander Andros.
1: Dad. Malia. The night, that night I closed my shop around 12.30, 1 a.m. in the morning, and I went to the scene of the events. I was there for about a half hour and a half uh and I started it all started with the scream and it got louder and louder more screams and at which point I decided it was the weeping woman le Lerona. the story started with a this is the story of like the weeping woman.
0: Oh, the story of why she's weeping?
1: Yeah.
0: Probably because she's ugly.
1: <laughs> no. Story started out with a beautiful young woman. Okay. <laughs> she fell in love with a foreign, foreign man and had kids with him. Her love went down the drain with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he started paying more attention to the kids and put her last and didn't really care about her. And she ends up throwing her kids into the sweet water river and immediately regrets the whole thing. And as she goes to save her kids, she drowns herself and her kids. And at that, in the front, when they were looking at like the weeping and all that, yeah, they also found a white dress.
0: Ooh, like oh yeah, to that's right. And they burn it or something. Yeah. don't Yeah,
1: never burn things that are haunted because the yeah. energy. Yeah, because it was a construction
0: it, site, and they checked yeah. all around, and what all they could still keep a hearing long the yelling,
1: nightgown. Yeah, to that's the all they ankles. found. They yeah. burned that. Never burn haunted things because energy can't be destroyed or really or made and it can only if you do be burn it
0: far 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 away from your house.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, maybe it,
0: in another country.
1: <laughs> well then that'll be put on the other country. No. <laughs> but the energy would be released and it needs something to cling on to. Yeah. So never burn anything that's haunted. And um Yeah.
0: That was it, mister?
1: Yeah. I'm surprised I read that. Like, the whole thing just...
0: Well, it's my turn. Well, we're ready for another story. This one is about the uh, Kelly Road.
1: Kelly Road. A one-mile
0: section of Kelly Road in Ohio Valley, Pennsylvania... Is an area that has had numerous reports of paranormal activity and bizarre happenings. Reports say that when the animals have entered the haunted stretch of the road, they suddenly turn from peaceful and quiet to violent, chasing after other animals and even people. Oh my God. The road is surrounded by dark, thick and creepy forests that what the where white Apparations and noises that can be that cannot be explained and have been seen and heard no one is quite sure why the uh, short section of the road is haunted but theories suggest that it it this is this could be somehow connected to the cult cult activity that was once taking place in the area And curses that have been put on the uh, land for some some reasons. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Well, back then, you know, that's a lot of, uh, you know, people would put curses on your land and stuff and it'd be cursed forever. You know, I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. But I'm not going to try it. (laughs) Because what if that bad mojo comes back on me?
1: Karma,
0: yeah, karma. Okay, this uh, stretch of road is in Annabelle, or Annabelle, Australia. It's called the Street with No Name.
1: Oh, I heard of this one.
0: An area which gives access to the ar- arches of railroad van duct, a a railroad van duct near Jubilee Park in Annabelle, Australia, has developed quite an evil reputation. Duped the street with no name, locals claim there is something unexplainable evil about the uh, the Vatican and its surrounding park. Particularly at night, some say on an eerie an eerie presence can be felt. Others tell Tales of bizarre behavior displayed by small children and dogs that visit the area. So don't take your dogs or your children there. Mm -hmm. In the late uh, 1960s, the body of an elderly man was found the day after he had been seen walking around the, uh, uh, the railway Vatican a railway worker named uh, Jock who had gone to the rescue of an injured possum who was killed by a train in the Mm. foggy darkness the day before the line was uh, closed permanently to rail traffic. In in January... in January of 1966, locals report that one on on some nights they can still hear jockey walking along the rail, uh, tra- railroad track, searching for animals in need of help. Two years after the incident, the moulten body of a three-year-old boy was uh, found dumped. Not far from the Railway Vatican, the murder remains unsolved. That's sad. Wow. I hate hearing about little kids getting in that stuff. Because yeah, I don't really I mean. read this it. real good before I... Because I want it to be organic when I'm reading it, mm-hmm. you know, so they get my reaction. <coughs> yeah, that just, that's sad. I hate when, like, three, four-year-olds oh,
1: get
0: man. into this. And then the body of a twelve-year-old uh, boy was found along the railway and marked, uh, embank on the embankment on the railway embankment in 1974. The boy had died of uh, extensive uh, he- head injuries and include and enclosed with a large rock. Seven months later, only fifty uh, meters away, the body of another boy the same age was found he had suffered multiple stab wounds in the chest stomach and uh, leg in 1977 a man was arrested tried and found guilty of the murders of the two boys a girl's body a girl's body is reported to have been dumped in the uh, park in the late 1970 and late 1976 police and investigations indicate indicate uh, she may have been the victim of Sydney's first satanic murder in of uh, 2000 a homeless man rick mullivan ignored warnings not to sleep there there and was found lunging to death in the uh stand of the nearby julie park 2 years uh, later the body of an Asian man was found floating <laughs> nearby Rosalia Bay. Man, that's sad. People just coming up, dying, floating in the the, the bay. That's gross. Can you imagine seeing that in the morning? You're going out to take your dog. Uh.
1: Oh, no. Casila.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, where was it? Okay. Uh, Asian boy floating. Okay, (laughs) Okay, both both murders remain unsolved. The uh, storage rooms that they have been created by breaking in the arches have been uh, have been dubbed. They have been dubbed, the tune by one of the people who leases one. Night visitors to them have reported feeling uh, nausea and queasiness and sudden temperature changes in the uh, smell of fresh paint, when at times when uh, no paint has been done. Ghostly footsteps have appeared, uh, been heard coming from the uh, exodus spot that the uh, body of the first murder of the 12-year-old boy was found. That's sad. That's sad. I was gonna say that sucks. Hmm. Well, guys, uh, I think that is gonna be it for tonight. I had two more stories, but man, well, no, I actually got one. Okay, I'll give you one more before we go, guys. Mmm. Give me some coffee. <clears throat> this is our last story of the night.
1: Before bagels were as good. This
0: uh, is the Wakehurst Parkway. The Wakehurst Parkway is a uh, main roadway near French's Forest, located approximately twenty kilometers from the heart of Sydney, NSW, Australia a notorious stretch of the road known for its many fatal crashes and uh, eerie atmospheric stuff. Not only is this area creepy after dark, but the road also has a dark history as a dumping ground for bodies of Sydney's uh, murder victims. Wow. You know, that's a big reason, too, I've noticed why a lot of these... um, some of these roads get haunted because yeah. people use them for dumping grounds to like dump the dead one bodies. From the
1: last time, the yeah. Batman one. Uh,
0: for many years, uh, stories of the classic Lady in White ghost have been witnessed along the road near.
1: Why are all the ladies wearing where white?
0: Wakehurst Parkway meets Warnington Road. I don't know, but it's.
1: <sighs> lady was wearing white when she died. God. And then. I'm not wearing black when I, or I'm not wearing white when I die. I'm gonna wear gray or something. Mm-hmm.
0: The legend speaks of the ghost of a girl named Kelly, who is reported to myster- mysteriously appear in people's vehicles while while they're traveling late at night, especially after midnight. Legend says that if that if you do not Inform the girl that her presence is not wanted. The teleconnectic makes her car ve- makes your car veer off the road and crash. Oh shit! Oh,
1: so just tell her I don't want you in my car. Yeah,
0: get out of here. Other legends speak of a girl in a white dress that appears in the Middle Creek Bridge, where un- un- unsuspectedly dr- unsuspected drivers. Plow right through her. She apparently appears after you cross Warnington Road. And we're, uh, after Warnington Road, traveling north as you go down the hill towards Oxford Falls. Other other stories talk about a car, bike, or horse, or a cart. What it witnessed traveling Quickly along the road, and especially body is seen too lying in the side of the road, which then disappears so apparently you see a lot of dead bodies and ghosts and stuff along the side of the road
1: oh that's nice,
0: but I guess here's the main one <coughs> and this one's all of it and this one's the main ghost and this is the uh, ghostly nun. Nun. One Friday night shift on January two thousand one, excuse, excuse me, Hila Oya, a, a Sydney uh, tax driver, took a fare in this area. After stopping at traffic lights, he felt a presence get in the back seat of the of his cab. There was a gray. Silhouette of a thin young woman in the mirror, apparently sitting in the middle of the rear seat and sort of uh staring straight back at me. She was kind of a uh, she was kind of white ga in a white gown and headdress like a Christian nun. I couldn't really see her face clearly. Just the shape of her face and her deep green eyes. Yes, the green eyes. But she was definitely real and sitting there and staring back at me at the uh, precise moment. I slammed the brakes hard. That I would slammed be slammed the brakes hard. Could you imagine just sitting there all of a sudden and, oh, guess what? There's a ghost in the back of your car.
1: It's out of my car.
0: The uh, oh, old why? falcon shook violently on her uh, fore retreated uh, what the wheels
1: or oh, say forehead
0: dangerously veered off the left skidded noisily on the uh, graveled covered shoulder and came to a sudden screeching stop just before a big gum tree when I looked into the mirror again, she was gone, vanished into the cold air instantly, filled with the familiar smell of a burning rubbers and overheating brake pads. I turned my head around and saw no one in the back of my cab. Whew, that would scare the crud out of me. What was interesting about this ghostly nun, nun account, Is that there used to be a large uh, compound for children for the Christian City Church? Christian City Church Church located nearby. A document of Wakehurst Parkway ghosts is currently a post production. Oh, anyways. I guess we're going to make a movie or something about it. But yeah, that's about the old. uh, wakehurst parkway so if you're ever around go check it out
1: it's in australia
0: Might you got some shrimp on the barbie well guys it's late and we are done for the night
1: we're tired so
0: we will see you cool cats later and i hope you enjoy this episode but this is ghost stories told
1: from the south And I am your host, Stephen Lebooth. And I am your co host, Stephanie Lebooth, and this is Biglet.
0: And we will see you, cool cats, later. Don't hope you're not too scared to be traveling down the road late at night. Watch out, you might see a ghost or something.
1: Oh, you might hear Lelarona.
0: Ah, Lelarona. Okay, <laughs> we're out of here. <laughs> Bye. That was Bye. weird. Bye.